Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 151, what to do when fear keeps you from your dreams, a real life coaching session with Anne McHale. So Anne is one of our I Heart My Life membership students, and she has an incredible idea for a course all about wine. And although she has a qualification that only 400 people in the world actually have, she still has a lot of fear and emotion coming up around creating this course. What if no one buys it? What if it's no good? How can she compete with all the competitors out there offering things for free? All of these are questions she's been asking herself for literally years, but now she's so ready to bust through all those blocks and move past her fears so she can get her course out in the world and ultimately create flexibility and freedom in her life. So today I'm helping her work through all of that so she can get into action and create a plan that gets her the results that she wants and obviously gets the world and all of her potential clients big results in their own lives. So let's go ahead and dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. Welcome, Anne. Thank you so much for being here on the I Heart My Life show. It's my pleasure, Emily. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about what I can support you with today. So I thought I'd just give you a little bit of background about me and my business because I know you work with a lot of coaches and and my story is a little different. Uh, So I've been following you for nearly two years. Um, I registered for the iHeartMoney self-study course and I've been in the iHeartMyLife membership community for over a year. Um, I absolutely love your work and I find your journey inspirational. So my business, uh, I've always worked in the wine industry uh, I studied very hard throughout my career to pass all the exams. And in 2013, I became what's called a Master of Wine, which is a very prestigious qualification. And only just over 400 people globally have this title. And so five years ago, I was brave enough to take the plunge and leave my secure job uh, to, be, to set out on my own to become a consultant. Uh, So that has gone really well. Uh, There are three strands to my business. So one is I advise hotels and restaurants on their wine lists. Uh, Another is that I uh, educate the industry. So all the exams that I myself took over the years, I'm now a teacher on those programs. Uh, And then the third strand is that I teach, you know, consumers about wine. So people who don't work in the industry, but who want to learn more. So and then until this year, um, really what I've been doing is trading time for money. 
and I've been kind of following you and I've been following various other kind of business blogs and things about the idea of kind of leveraged income. And I've been wanting to do that for years. And then 2020, as we all know, has kind of kicked a lot of us into action to pivot and change. Uh, And I lost all my restaurant and hotel consultancy work this year because of COVID. So that prompted me to take the next step. And I did my first launch of an online program in August. um, And that was focused on the education to the industry strand of my business. So what I'm battling with now is that I would really like to get into the consumer market because it's a much larger audience. So I feel like I, I could scale that a lot more, but I'm blocked by many, many fears. Um, some of which are, oh, there are too many competitors. Uh, another one that goes through my mind a lot is people you know, who love wine but don't work in the industry don't really want to learn about it. They just want to enjoy it. So maybe they're looking more for entertainment rather than somebody with my level of expertise. Um, And then at the moment, what I'm doing, maybe it's a subconscious way of blocking myself, is that I keep accepting this trading time for money um, work. So I'm getting a lot of work at the moment, but it's not allowing me the time to work on my, you know, leveraging ideas. Um, And because I feel very insecure about COVID and then Brexit coming up in the UK, um, I keep accepting this work. Um, So... Yeah, so I'm kind of just blocked at the moment and I'm kind of not taking the action that I feel I need to take to move forward yeah. with my grand goals. Thank you for sharing that. Well, let's start there. You segued perfectly. What are these grand goals? What is the vision that you have for the company? Yeah, th- this is probably something I need to to work more on as well. I just have this sort of vague idea that I will be this, you know, presence for wine lovers and they'll come to me and they'll buy an online course that teaches them about wine. Um, so that is what I want to do. I want to create an online course for, for wine lovers all over the world to benefit from my expertise. How would they benefit from your expertise? What are the results of the course? The results of the course would be that they, instead of feeling intimidated by a wine label or a wine list, they will feel inspired, excited, keen to show off their new knowledge Uh, and they will I think get some of my passion for wine because I don't just know a lot about wine I genuinely think that knowing about wine can add to your enjoyment of it and add to your pleasure that you get in life and I want the people that I teach to sort of share in some of my joy that I take in wine. I love it and so how would your course kind of improve their life or make things easier for them? Again, I think it's to do with removing that. There's a lot of kind of stuffiness around wine, particularly in the UK where I live. People think of, you know, wine experts as being these sort of um, old men who kind of show off or have, you know, dusty cellars or whatever. And <laughs> and I think, you know, like letting people see that uh, it, it it doesn't have to be like that and it doesn't have to be intimidating and to know that little bit extra about wine really increases the pleasure that you get from it. That would be my main goal. I love it. Okay. So let's take it one step further. So how big do you want this course to be? How many units do you want to sell per year? How big do you want to grow the company? What's the the big, big vision? Right. So this is what I haven't sat down and kind of drilled into. And I know that, so I told you I bought iHeart Money 
And I got to module three, I I got to, you know, um, my sort of the overall mapping out of my dreams. But when it started to get more specific, I kind of felt all this resistance coming up. So I haven't actually sat and mapped that out. Okay. So what is your feeling if you were to sit and map that out? Let's just picture you doing that let's say tomorrow, because I know what time it is for you right now. If you were to take the day and map out the big picture vision, what comes up for you when you think about doing that? Uh, Oh God, I don't have time to do that. I've got all these other things to do. (laughs) The first thing that comes up. And then just like the fear of putting myself out there into the world and expecting people to pay for it. (laughs) Okay. So what is that fear about? It's not about people paying it, you know, what is it around people paying? So there's an expectation. So is the fear around disappointment? Yeah, there's a fear that I would disappoint people, um, that I wouldn't be, that I'd be charging too much given how much free content there is out there about wine and how many wine people are out there sharing knowledge. Why would they pay for me? Okay. So is the, is the belief around your work and you not being good enough? Um, it's, it's about me not being better enough than all the people who are giving it for free. You know, I know that I'm good at what I do. Uh, and, you know, I get paid to do it already in person. But... <laughs> I guess I think that the kind of people I want to target are just going to be looking at all the free content and that's what's holding me back. Okay. So let's go there. What are they going to get for the free content that they wouldn't get in your course? Uh, they won't have to pay for it. Okay. So there's no additional value in the free, free content that they wouldn't get in your course. No, I don't think so. No. Let's look at the flip side. What do they get from your course that they don't get in the free content? Uh, I suppose they get the confidence to know that they're learning from someone who's, you know, done this for many years and it's a genuine authority. Great. Anything else? Um, they get just my unique way of communicating about it. Everyone's different. Okay. Anything else? Don't know. Do they get more content? Yeah, they would. I guess if I, uh, you know, was going to charge for it, I would make sure that I was delivering more content, more structure, more of a sort of, you know, thread running through it rather than a collection of free videos. Okay. So let's get really tangible here. So what is included in the course? Again, you know, I just haven't got that far yet of mapping it out, but I think I would like it to be really comprehensive. Look at all the aspects of wine that people would need to know for the things that I want them to achieve, which is wine in everyday life for ordinary people, not all the nerdy details of you know, how to grow a vine, not all of that stuff. Right. I, you know, not going to bother with that. Um, things like how to speak to the sommelier, how to interpret a French wine label, 
uh, how to pair wine with food, of course, you know, all of those things really from start to finish. Um, another belief that I have that keeps coming up is that somebody just would not be patient enough to sit and do all of this on their own at home, especially if I'm trying to target people globally and I can't actually include wine in the course because, you know, I can't ship wine to all the countries around the world. So then I think, okay, would somebody buy a course that was mainly just theoretical? Okay, so I'm going to stop you here. So your mind is always going to look for reasons not to do something. And there's two components here that we want to factor in. The first, of course, is mindset. But the second is some of the tangible things that have to do with your course and the results you're going to get people. And the reason I'm starting with that is because your job is to actually sell to yourself before you sell to anyone else. And so when your mind tries to take you down the rabbit hole of, oh, they're not going to have time. They're not going to spend the time. They're not going to see the value. They're going to go to the free stuff. You have to bring yourself back and remind yourself what this course is going to do and the results you're going to help people with and that there are people out there who want to buy. And first and foremost, I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but I'll say it again. Our desires are dropped in and they're there for a reason. There are plenty of people in the world who don't want to create a wine course. There are plenty of people in the world who have no desire to know anything about wine, but you have both. You know you're an expert and you want to put your expertise out into the world. And that is not an accident. So all you have to know is you were given this desire for a reason and now your job is to take action. So you need to be on high alert anytime your mind tries to take you down that rabbit hole and remind yourself what you're capable of and that there are people who will purchase this. And your validation is that there are already people out there selling the thing you want to sell and people are purchasing it. We already know there are other companies who are doing this. So that tells us that there's a market for it, correct? Yes, people do pay for wine knowledge. Yeah. Right. Um, That's a really useful reminder about the desire. And I also really like what you've said about selling it to myself. That is not something I had considered before. And that's really helpful. (laughs) Totally. Because, you know, so let's just say you found your favorite wine right? You tell me what is your favorite wine in the world? Or is that an impossible question? It's an impossible question. <laughs> okay. It's one like of asking. your favorite. <laughs> um, really expensive white burgundy. Great. Okay. So have you told anyone about that wine? Yeah. That my students over the years. Yeah. I've told them. Great. So you sold it to them. You loved it and you told them and you sold it to them. So we know that we have power and that we're actually selling every single day. When we recommend a movie, a restaurant, a a bottle of wine, we're selling to our friends and family on a daily basis because we believe in something. So your job is to generate the belief in your course, remind yourself on a daily basis why it matters so that you can go out and sell it to other people because people will follow your enthusiasm. They'll love your confidence. And that's one of the things that will help them feel confident enough to buy. Does that make sense? Yes. So one of the ways that we do this is through mindset, but the other way is through just looking at the structure of a program. So I'll just give you a tangible example. Anytime I feel like I'm lacking in confidence when it comes to putting something out into the world, I ask myself, okay, what are the mindset blocks here? But let's also look at the actual program itself. What could I add in or create or take away or change that would help me feel more confident? 
So maybe you want to look at like what your edge is in the market. Maybe a lot of the other courses out there don't offer any support or any opportunity to speak to a real person. And maybe you give people a group coaching call with you, or maybe you give them a consultation call, or maybe there's an audio in the course, or I don't know what it is, but really think about what would help you feel more confident about the material And then we also look at the mindset component because from my perspective, it's both. It's not one or the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. So my first step for you would be to start to map out the course. I mean, that's really where we want to start. We want to think about what is the material that's going to get people results. And in the beginning of our session, you described the results. You know what it is that you want to help people achieve. And then you just work backwards and say, what are the steps or the modules or the components of the program I need to put in place in order for people to get those results? And you start mapping it out. And that's really the first action step. Because right now you have this idea, but you haven't put it down on paper. So what's yeah. coming up for you when I say that? Um, that I just need to, you know, get my ass in gear and start doing it. I remember in I Heart Money, you say JFDI. And I do say that to myself on a regular basis, but I don't always implement it. But it's good. So what is it going to take for you to implement that? Um, I really just need to set time aside and stop using this other work that I've got on as an excuse, you know, if, if necessary, do it at the weekend and just do it. Great. So when you've committed to anything else, what have been the steps that you've taken to follow through? Um, well, for example, when I passed the master of wine exam, it was, even before I'd done any of this work, I sort of instinctively visualized how it would feel to pass it. And that's what kept me going through the hard times of, you know, having no social life for a long time and studying at weekends and everything. So if I can tap into that kind of commitment that I had back then, which I've let drift, that would help. Great. Anything else that you did? Um, good question. (laughs) I've always been a little bit kind of motivated more by the negative consequences, if you know what I mean? Like, um, oh, if I don't do this, these bad things will happen. And that's what spurs me on. And it might, you know, it would feel nice to sort of shift more to a kind of what it how good it would be if it happened. Right. Well, let's do that. So if you were to, let's say this weekend, set aside time to create the course, you get it out into the world, people start buying it. How good could it be? Yeah, it could be, it could be incredible, especially if I were able to achieve this, you know, scalable income and have the kind of lifestyle that I want. What sort of lifestyle do you want? Just flexibility and freedom, I think are the two words that come to mind. Um, you know, I already, because I now work for myself, I'm already not tied to a strict working schedule or with a boss or anything. And that has been so liberating, but because I feel like it's always reliant on work coming in, I don't feel like it's necessarily sustainable until I establish some steady revenue streams that will allow me to keep it going. So that's, yeah, that's kind of what I want. Amazing. 
Yeah. And we can take this as far as you want. Then we can think about the effect on the people who go through the course and effect on their families and their friends and on generations and so on and so forth. And on, you know, the movement that you're creating as a whole. So you get to dream as big as you desire. And so my intention for you is not only to map out the course, but really get clear on the vision. And I don't want you to put pressure on yourself, but I want you to think about what would feel really good and where you want to actually take this and what sort of life you want to create for yourself and get as specific as possible without putting pressure on yourself. Like you said, you do well when you have that vision and you're able to visualize it and feel into it. And that's what we want you to be able to do, to see it in your mind before you actually create it on paper. Yeah. And I want to point out the fact, you know, and this goes for, I'm sure other people listening is you've created success in your life and you took a leap and you started your own business. You started doing this work and you were able to create freedom and flexibility for yourself. So you've done it before. This is just another leg or another part of your business that you're adding on. Okay. And so I want you to remind yourself again, we're selling to ourselves. We're reminding ourselves what we've already done and what we're capable of. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, not just selling to myself about the course, but also about my own successes in the past. Yeah. So my next step for you would be to set an actual date and time where you're going to do this, because you mentioned a few minutes ago that you didn't have much of a social life when you were building this side of the business. And so clearly you made some decisions around your schedule. So we go, but we, we have the motto at I heart my life. If it's not scheduled, it's not real. And so I want to know when you're going to take time to do the visioning as well as map out the course. Okay. Um, I'm going to I'm going to set some time aside on Sunday this weekend. Great. Okay. How will I know that you did it? I will post in the group in the Amazing. membership group and tag me. Okay, perfect. Okay, is there anything else that you can foresee that could come up that you want to talk about right now that would get in the way of you taking action? Um Yeah, it, it's, 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 again, it comes down to this like sort of conflict between uh, do I keep accepting new work that's time for money or do I actually turn some of that down so that I can really get this up and out into the world? Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the first block that's going to come up and I'm going to use my how insecure I feel around the current world situation as an excuse for accepting the work. Great awareness. Okay. So we always want to do this regardless of what stage we're at. We want to be aware of what's going to come up to potentially threaten our dream or throw us off track. That's not like a um, self-fulfilling prophecy. It's just us having awareness of what our natural tendencies are. Okay. So that's awesome. So this is really more of a practical question. So if you think about your current financial situation and you don't have to reveal anything here, but that's what I would look at. I would look at how much money you need to be bringing in every month. How many contracts will that require? How much time will that take? And then you really just weigh it up because a lot of people, they want to cut off their revenue stream or quit their job right away. But actually this revenue stream can fund the other business. 
right? So what if we started looking at, at it as a positive and as a blessing and as a gift? And then we were in full choice around how many yeses we said and how many no's. Because right now it kind of feels like it's kind of happening to you and like you're not in choice around it, but you totally are. And then you just make a decision based on what's right for you in this chapter. And you know, okay, well, this is not a forever thing. I want the course to replace this income. So I'm going to make a plan for that as well. I'm going to look at 2021 and say, okay, well, I need to sell 100 courses in order to replace this income. That's going to be the goal that I work towards. And I don't know about you, but I personally work really well with some tangibles and some mile markers. If it's kind of like off in the distance and I never know when I'm going to be able to quit or turn something off, then that doesn't feel good. But when I've set a goal for myself and I have a date or a month or a timeline, then I feel like I'm actually working towards something and I have clarity and that provides relief. Yeah. Tangible goals. Yes. Yeah. So what are you hearing me say that resonates with you? Uh, when you said about when it's off sometime or some amount in the future, then it's harder to work towards it. That resonates with me because that is what this has been for me for quite a long time. I haven't ever quantified, you know, how many I would need to sell. I haven't even thought about the price of it or anything. Uh, it's been very vague. Right. Okay. Great awareness. Yeah. And so when things are vague, it's really hard to grasp on and they don't feel, they don't feel real. And so we don't really know what to do. We don't want to know how to, you know, move forward. It doesn't feel like a real business. It just feels floaty. So I'd ask yourself, you know, what action can I take right now for this to feel even more real? And it may be a matter of you just running the numbers and saying, okay, in the next 90 days, I am going to accept these contracts because I know it's going to help move the other dream forward. Or you might decide, you know what, I'd actually rather have this time and I'm okay financially. And so I'm actually going to say no to this one so I can put more into the course. And it really just depends on your situation. Obviously, at some point, you need to carve out the time to grow the course side of things. But it's really a matter of you having awareness around all the options and then being in full choice and making a plan that feels aligned for where you want to go. Yeah. When you say it, it sounds so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> so I would add that to your list as well. Okay. So put that on the calendar, create that plan, look at your financials. And, you know, I do this all the time, even, um, well, this is a tangible example from a while back, but there was a financial goal that I had one year and I got to like December 1st. And I knew that in order to reach that goal, it would require like 30 grand or something like that. And I played the whole tape through, which is what I like to say. I played the whole tape through and I asked myself, what's going to have to happen for me to bring in that money? And am I willing to do it? And in that month, the answer was no. Because I was actually more excited about taking some time off, spending time with James. And so I was in full choice around not hustling and not bringing in that money during that time. And sometimes that's the choice that you make. Other times the choice is, okay, I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to make this money and it's going to happen, right? I'm going to reach that goal. So the most important thing is that you are in full choice around what this chapter is about for you, what action you're taking, and then what is the next chapter about? And just getting clear around the whole path. 
The final piece I want to touch on for you is really start to identify when your mind is going to take you down that rabbit hole, like we talked about, and really make sure that you safeguard yourself. So maybe um, I'll I'll just give you a a random example. It might not be relevant to to you, but um, for a lot of people, it is. Maybe there's certain people who don't believe in your dream. Maybe there's certain people who want you to go out with them, you know, all the time when you want to be working on your business, really take a look at if there's any circumstances or people or situations where you get yourself in that cause you to go off track and be really deliberate with how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with, how you're talking to yourself. All of it is just around awareness. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Does anything come up for you when I say that? Um, it's again, it's, I think I'm my own biggest enemy here. Uh, the people in my life are generally very supportive. Um, my, my partner has been hearing me talk about this for a while and he's kind of like, why aren't you just doing it? <laughs> so, so, um, I mean, maybe my mother's a bit like, Oh, don't turn on the secure work, but she also understands and, and has yeah. seen me, you know, being successful over the last few years going out in my own. So generally people are supportive. I think I'm my own worst enemy here. When it comes to not taking action. So. Right. So, and this can also pertain to, you know, if you're comparing yourself to other people in the industry or whatever, right. There are ways in which we bring ourselves down and we all have core wounds around whether it's not being good enough or something else. Right. And so the mind is looking for different reasons and different ways to verify that your core wound is true. So for example, mine is that I'm not good enough. So if I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see one of my colleagues doing something really amazing, right? And automatically I get jealous. My core wound will look to verify that I'm not good enough by making that person better. And so I have to be on high alert for when that's going to happen and really safeguard myself and make sure that I know how to handle it in that moment and that I have, you know, different phrases that I say or different things that I do to get myself back to a high vibrational place. Okay. So, um, be on high alert and have strategies in place. Okay. Yeah. And I heard money is a really good one for this, for creating more success. And obviously you have tools in the membership, you have support in the membership. So really be um, just adamant that you're not going to go there and you know what you're capable of. Your desires are the truth. And if anything comes up, then you can post in the group. You can go back to the modules, go through the material, create your own mantras. Um, but really just know that as you're trying to do something different and step outside the box, it's natural for that to happen. But that doesn't mean that we have to believe our mind. Amazing. So many useful reminders, Emily. Thank you. And some new perspectives as well that um, I have found very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. And I just want you to know that I love your idea. I think it's incredible. I want to take the course truly. And I even have a team member who's obsessed with wine and she's actually training to become um, a sommelier. And so I'm going to put her in touch with you. You can pick her brain as you're developing the course to see what, you know, certain people who are already wine lovers would love to know more about. What a great idea. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Anne. I appreciate your time. Today, I gave Anne a lot of tangible action steps. I hope you loved this episode and resonated with everything I shared with her. Now let's take it one step further. I want you to put those action steps in place. 
Think about what would help you get into motion. If you've been allowing fear or doubt or insecurity to hold you back, now is the time to bust through that and get the results that you're craving. So go ahead, write down those action steps and get moving today. You've totally got this. And thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. I'll look forward to speaking to you on the next episode. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.